Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So, Please stick around to the end of the show, and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome, everybody, to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Branding Evangelist. And all we've got a special guest today. Sally Gimmon coming all the way from North Carolina. And I was just sharing with her before we started that I love North Carolina, the greenery. I got to get back there. It's just such a great state with great people. So Sally, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jerry, for having me. But you guys are getting all kinds of rain in Los Angeles. <laughs> yes. And hopefully the rain is over. My God, it's been raining since December. I think we have enough rain now to have solved the drought problem and the reservoir and all of that kind of stuff. So irrigation should be pretty cool. I didn't know that California, that three quarters, I think three quarters of the produce in the nation comes yes. from California. That's incredible. Yes. I, 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 unfortunately, very true. And water is a necessity all over the world. So I'm glad it's working out for y'all there. Yeah, in fact, uh, at one point they were saying, we have too much rain because if it sets for too long, uh, it can get contaminated and then they have to replant. So we need all of that rain to evaporate. No more floods. Let's have spring <laughs> all over the country. <laughs> well, right now here, here uh, I'm just outside of Charlotte and it's 77 degrees today and absolutely beautiful. So yes, I Ooh. close the window so you don't hear the birds singing. Oh, well, listen, Sally, please tell everybody about your company and what exactly do you do? Thank you. I appreciate it, Jerry. I became a real estate investor in February of 2019 after my mom got sick. Um, she got better, but she was on a ventilator for 18 months. Hmm. Her, two th her November 2018 Medicare bill was 27 pages long, is, uh, divided, uh, uh, folded in half. I can remember where I was when I opened it, and it was $172,000. My dad was retired military. They had TRICARE for life. She was taken care of, but I'm standing in their kitchen going, I have an eight thousand dollar deductible for my health care. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm broke. You know, that I, I, I was living paycheck to paycheck like many Americans do. Mm. So called a friend. He was doing real estate. I started real estating in uh, February 2019, doing very well with my real estate investing. And true story, July 2020, I took down the uh, uh, property of the week. It was a twenty thousand dollar bank owned rever reverse mortgage house in. Uh, Rocky Mount, North Carolina, which is about an hour east of Raleigh. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, the woman had passed away. The bank had it. They they asked that what they were asking was twenty thousand dollars up front, and then uh, when it went to auction, it would be sold at fifty thousand. Psychedelic. I'm going to make thirty thousand dollars in profit. Remember, July 2020. It's in the middle of COVID, so everything shut down. I I had 13 months to figure things out. In my real estate group, a gentleman named Garrett Gunderson had written a book called What the Rockefellers Do. It's got a new title now. It's called What Billionaires Do. But I had read it before I joined. 
And it talks about the Rockefellers Trust. Uh, they call it the office that's seven generations old and has almost 400 people in the trust. Hmm. Well, if the Rockefellers have this trust. I wanted to learn about the trust. So I went down the rabbit hole. Uh, I made phone calls, sent emails, sent letters. I found the private law firm in uh, Texas that does this trust. It has the patent. It's legal. It's in the IRS tax code. And it's amazing. It, uh, it This is not your mom and dad's trust. Uh, mom and dad's trust just avoid probate. That's what my parents had. That's what Susie Orman talks about. This trust is for the Rockefellers and U.S. presidents. And thank you, Jerry, for letting me talk to people about this because it helps people save in three ways. Saves on federal taxes. Everybody wants to do that. Yeah. Keeps your information 100% private. And then most important thing, unfortunately, we live in a country that sues a lot. If you do get sued, there's a, no judgment is paid because you own nothing but control everything. And because I'm a real estate investor, I've saved quite a bit in capital gains and, and, and uh, other situations too. And I appreciate you giving me the chance to talk about this on your show. Absolutely. So this is fascinating. So for people who are tuning in here, mm -hmm. who is this best suited for? Someone who's in what kind of situation? What kind of symptoms? What, what Help us out here. Good, very good question. Overall, it's a spendthrift trust, mm -hmm. but I divide it in two. 1099 trust is for, uh, I'm sorry, the business trust is for 1099 income earners. If you're making more than $50,000, depending on how you set it up, you can save up to 70% on your federal taxes uh, when you have 1099 income. So maybe you have a brick and mortar store, maybe you're an MLM marketer, maybe you're an affiliate marketer, That that's uh, for that. The uh, beneficial trust is for investors. It will defer for year after year after year, capital gains, it will defer dividend income. It will uh, defer uh, interest income, rental rental income. So if you have any short-term rental or long-term rentals and royalties, most people don't realize currently royalties are anything that's an NFT. If you're in the meta, meta universe, an NFT, uh, that's a royalty. And, you know, I have clients, one of my clients just sold uh, uh, their family restaurant, a 42-year-old family restaurant back on March 15th. His son saw me on TikTok about talking about capital gains. When you sell a business, I don't care if it's a nail salon, a restaurant, car washes, you're going to pay 15 or 20% of the sale price to the federal government. So this gentleman, Jim, sold the restaurant March 15th. He would not uh, pay those capital gains until April 15th, 2024. I mean, a full year later. And because he has a trust, either 15%, and $450,000 he saved, $450,000, or uh, $600,000 at 20%. His wife called me in tears, happy tears, going, <laughs> we didn't know we paid that much in taxes. His business broker had no idea they paid that much in taxes. I mean, death and taxes are two subjects we don't talk about. And I, I appreciate this opportunity, Jerry, because yeah. I want to talk about taxes because people should know the one percenters, you know, the the Rockefellers and U.S. presidents know this. Why doesn't every everyday person know this? In my real estate group, the average person joining right now is a 54-year-old man trying to save money for retirement. They don't know these this information. They, they you, you you do a fix and flip or you you a wholesale house for fifty thousand dollars. You're going to pay the federal government thirteen thousand seven hundred dollars for that fifty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Right. You know, so so. I, I tell people, make $50,000, start thinking about it. Maybe not right away, but know what you're doing because the, 
you're you're going to be paying so much to the federal government. Unfortunately, I'm not anti-American, but no, I want to save tax. Hey, we uh, no, I'm with you on this. This is this is great because you're speaking to someone, let's say who let's let's say 50 to 60 years old, correct, and let's say they're self-employed, and correct. they're they don't want to pay more in taxes, right? Self-employment taxes, whatever. So is this for someone who is looking to buy and sell real estate, invest in real estate? Give me some clarification. Real estate, stock market, uh, silver coins, gold coins. Uh, one of my one of my clients, I, 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 I'm not going to give a name because I don't want him to get in trouble. Unfortunately, he is he is on Social Security uh, disability. He's under 65, but, you know, he yeah. all his medical care is paid for by the state. He can't make he only can make so much money or else they're going to take that away from him. His, he was going to be left his parents' house in California. You, you live in Los Angeles. You know how much those houses have gone up. Yeah. He started the, he started the trust because the money he made on the parents' house would have canceled out his disability. And he's just like, I, I'll be honest. He, ha he has to have, um, Oh, what's it called? He's got bad kidneys. So he has to go, go through oh. uh, dialysis, kidney dialysis. Dialysis, okay. <laughs> dialysis, sorry. No, so no, he, no, so, and, I understand. Exactly. It happens, it happens to me all the time. It just, I'm like, I, he, he and I talked over the weekend. And like, he's not, he, he unfortunately is very expensive to do dialysis. And so he started this and now he's investing in real estate, you know, but with the money from his parents, selling his parents' house, it, it's down San Diego, not LA County, but San Diego County. And he still keeps his uh, uh, Social Security disability, but he didn't lose it because of making this financial gain. It helped him. Just to give you an idea, he started the trust. He filled out the paperwork. He got the EIN number. He got the special bank account number before the sale. All the money went into it. The Social Security disability com company doesn't know what's happening there. So it does help people like that. It helps me being a wholesaler, the reason I moved to North Carolina is they have a very strange uh, rule here in North Carolina. I wholesale houses. I'm saving money there. One of my friends is, um, oh, I forget the company. She sells weight loss weight loss uh, supplements online. As a huge downline, she's saving money with the business trust. So it's it's for everyday people. You know, okay. again, if, if you're retired trying to make money, if you're in your 50s trying to make money, I have one one of my clients. I love her. She's 23 years old. She makes $23,000 every single month selling things online. And she's like, I'm turning 24 in August. I'm going to have to make $24,000. Like, I wish you well, but I I wish I could be you. So so you know, th those are the kind, okay, kind so, of clients I have. So if someone came to you and said, okay, I got $2,000 or $5,000 and I don't want to give it to the IRS, you can then take that money and say, this is what we need to do with it from a from an investment standpoint in terms of real estate or stocks or whatever, right? Correct. You, you it, would have to be a little bit, it, it would have to be a little bit more than that because again, okay. $50,000 uh, on profit, you know, let's say you wholesale a house for $50,000. Okay. So you need somebody who's got some capital gains or has made correct. money from something. I got you. Okay. Correct. So it's not so, so much, hey, okay, I'll take your money and invest it in something. You're You're talking to someone who has that? I've sold something. I've made some money, but I don't want to. Who's doing the investment? Correct, investing, or who's doing the um, affiliate yeah. marketing, making quite a, a quite good money at it? This is not for. I'll be honest. This is yeah. not for people who have a W two. Right. This is not for somebody who has a a, a pension or. or yeah. um, I self direct my uh, traditional yeah. IRA and my Roth IRA. They cannot be in the trust because there's different tax laws for that. 
So it's going to be 1099 income or investors who can who are using everyday money. Um, I have three teachers who have the trust because they're, they're real estate investors, but what they're getting, what one teacher's retiring this year, yeah. they're going to have a pension that can't get into the trust because that's got, they got to pay their own taxes that way. He's yeah. like, that's okay. I, he wholesaled yeah. four houses in 2022 yeah. and saved a lot of money. He, He's got Airbnbs. He's saving rental income. He, he he's saving quite a bit of money that way too. Okay, okay. But what and, and and so folks out there who are, let's say, small business owners, maybe they are our service providers, whatever, and they they're paying self employment tax, or even if they're an LLC, whatever it is. But but they you know they got to report their income and do a Schedule C and all of that. Can you help that person as well? Pay less correct. in taxes because paying less in taxes is always appealing. To people. Everybody wants to do it. Correct. Yeah. Um, this is just so everyone knows if they want to Google this. The Spendthrift Trust is in the IRS tax code. It's under 643B like boy. Okay. Again, it's 643B like boy. What would happen is uh, you're going to file a 1041 tax return. The majority of people file 1040s. Right. When you When you start the trust, there's an entire team that works with you. They'll help you set up the EIN number. They'll help you set up um, the other. Uh, there's five names to the trust. One of them is the non-grantor. Uh, set an appointment with me. I'll go through all that. I want to keep this a little bit higher, if that makes sense. Um, you're going to put own. The trust is going to own everything. The trust owns my car. The trust uh, um, partially owns my house, but it pays for the water. It pays for electricity. It pays for um, everything in the house. The trust pays for the gas in my car. The trust pays for the insurance on my car. The this beneficial trust, the three things the beneficial trust does not pay for, just so you know, is food, fun, and fashion. Okay. So my car, nothing special. It's a 2015 uh, Nissan. When I put it in the trust, the blue book value was uh, $12,000. I can do a demand letter up to $12,000 to pay for my food, fun, and fashion tax-free. So there's ways to get, get around this. And it won't hold, just so you understand this, it will not hold an LLC, an S-Corp, or C-Corp. That's statutory laws, so you'd have to close them down or keep or keep them open. It's your choice how you do it. I shut down six LLCs and put all that property into the trust because I, I wanted to say rent rolls and interest. I, I do notes, so that's interest income. So, correct. Someone with 1099 income, I can help them. Uh, we can discuss things. We can... What okay. I ask them to do is look at their past taxes to figure out how to save, how we're going to save their money. Okay. Okay. Wow. 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 Now, as you know, this is a big branding podcast. Correct. It's all about Correct. how you set yourself apart and why you versus other options. So how do you really distinguish yourself? Because, and I know you know this better than anyone else. There's all types of folks out there who have real estate systems and investment processes and methods and all types of things. What is it that, <laughs> that you feel from a branding standpoint really distinguishes you from all these other options, because I love everything you're saying, but it's also very sophisticated, you know, <laughs> I mean, and, and I'm trying and I'm trying not to make it sophisticated. <laughs> the, the law oh. firm I work for, it has the patent on this trust. There are some trusts out there that aren't patented. Okay. This does come from England way back when King Henry the eighth was chopping off his wife's heads. Ew. When he started the church of England, uh, he got in trouble with Rome and he said, I want to divorce them and said, kill them. He went back to the lords and ladies of England and said, I'm going to tax you for my new church. The lords and ladies went back to the Magna Carta. And I'm not going to give you the year on that, uh, Jerry, because I'm dyslexic. And I twist things up. 
But this this is contract law from England. Uh The law firm I I write on behalf of, um, they have one trust turning 355 years old in 2023. So before the United States became the United States, this trust was here in in, in the United States. It is in, again, 643B and the the IRS tax code. Um, It's there. the, 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 it's a private law firm. They have trust attorneys to help you. Once you purchase a trust, it's an irrevocable trust. So it goes from generation to generation. The Rockefellers, seven generations. The Gimmon, uh, Gimmon Trust, three generations. Myself, my brothers, my sister-in-laws, my nieces and nephews, and I have a grand niece now. So the, the three generations. But I mean, I went down the rabbit hole. I spent a lot of time. I, I spent a good six, seven months researching this and I started talk, doing a mastermind in my real estate group to teach that, teach people in the real estate group. But I want other people to know about this. I mean, if the one percenters in the United States know this, why don't we all know this? Yeah. It, maybe it's not for you, but maybe you know somebody who it is for. Maybe you have a friend who's in the stock market. Maybe you have a friend who's doing cryptocurrency. Maybe you have a brother who's doing real estate. You'll. I want to get the word out because... Everyone should be saving money as easily as possible. Absolutely. So a lot of folks are probably getting a lot of bad advice, a lot of bad intel when it comes to this topic of how to yes. how to save, how to pay less in taxes, and on and on and on. What what kind of what 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 kind of bugs you the most in terms of what people are being swayed by or misled? What what are your opinions on that? Here, here, here's something that really, and I, I, I don't want to give the person's name, but in yeah. my real estate group, there is a CPA. Uh-huh. I made a presentation to him, gave him the information, and he sat there and goes, okay, thank you. Uh-huh. He makes money off of your LLC. Every year you got to file paperwork with it. He makes money off of someone buying an S-corp or something else. He could be saving his clients so much money because he, he, ha- he knows real estate investors, but he doesn't want to tell them because his pocketbook was going to be hurt and doesn't want to tell other people that. Um, another, I'll be honest, another friend of mine who's a CPA, he and I, very good, arg- I don't want to say argument, but conversation back and forth, back and forth. He has sent me, he's down in Florida. He has sent me three clients. Um, if you know in real estate, there's a thing called 1031 exchange. Okay. That if you, know, you can uh, kick the can down the road, but you'll pay the capital gains later. The first client, he's 78, she's 76. They're they're nicely retired. They bought a they bought a house at auction for three hundred thousand dollars. They fixed it up for a hundred thousand, and this is down in Tampa Bay. They mm-hmm. sold it for one point two million. Mm-hmm. Vera, the wife, she when she found out about the timeline, you know, forty five days to find somebody, the, the the third party to help her do this, and then one hundred eighty days to find another property. She she's like, I don't have time. I I I I I'm I don't want to drive around. So I have to give uh, Albert, the, the CPA, credit. He's like, contact Sally. We we help them. They're now selling. They have five different properties in Tampa Bay. They're selling them all in the trust, saving the capital gains. And she sent me a picture of the two of them sitting in the back porch drinking mimosas in the morning going, this is our way of having a great morning. My friend Albert, the CPA, he's just like, I. he gets a referral for sending her my client. He's still doing their personal taxes because they don't have everything in the trust just yet. And he has a client who's so happy with him. We now we're now working together. He sent me more clients that way. Wonderful. If that makes sense. But oh, a lot wow. of I have another client, true story. A friend told him about this. He does what's called the Burr strategy: buy, rehab, refinance, redo. 
down in Texas, 85 houses. He kept going to the CPA saying, I'm paying $131,000 in interest income. Help me. The CPA is like, there's nothing I can do. Uh, literally, we had four different meetings. Uh, got on the meeting with his wife, got on the meeting with the trust attorney, everything else. He's now saving that money. He asked, he set up a Zoom between his CPA, myself, and 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 Mike. Whoa. The CPA found when I got on the Zoom, you know, the Zoom, and he's just like, I don't want to talk to her. She's stealing my clients and got off the Zoom. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm trying to help your clients. You know, it, 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 it's just amazing how many people don't want to hear. Yeah. So they Why feel, wouldn't you they want feel to help threat, They feel threatened by you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And I'm not trying to steal people's you know, jobs, everything else. Yeah. You know, my client, Michael, still had to file personal taxes for 2022. He now is working with the CPA. We put him in contact with. He knows how to file the trust. The CPA lost a client, completely lost a client. And Michael hasn't referred more people to me from, from the CPA, if that makes sense. So I, I feel bad. I'm stealing his clients, but he won't work with me. I, I would have completely worked with him. Yeah. So from a branding standpoint, we got to figure out how to get those people to not feel threatened by you. Go ahead. I'm working. I'm working with business for uh, business brokers. Sending out. Uh, I just did a uh, recording yesterday about a business broker. When someone sells their business, they're paying capital gains, and when someone buys a business, they're going to be paying. Uh, they'll, they'll be able to save on their 1099 income. The business broker wins. The business broker gets referrals both ways, and I, I'm not trying to crow. I just signed a contract with the second largest business broker because they see the value in this and. The, wow. Their biggest question is, what happens if the laws change? I'm like, if if Congress gets together and changes the laws, let's say they change it September 1st, but you start your trust in June, your trust is still good. Anything after September 1st would be affected. Anything before it would be okay. But I, I can tell you, senators have have these trusts. The one percenters of the world of the United United States know about this. The 99 percent of us don't know about it. The yeah. Wow. 73% of the trusts out there. No, I'm sorry. 93% of the trusts out there just avoid going through probate. That's what my mom and dad had. That's what Susie Orman talks about on PBS. It's good, but it's not saving you taxes. It's not keeping you from being sued. It's not keeping your information private. It's a big, scary world out there, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, listen, I just want to acknowledge you and thank you for what you're doing. This is amazing. If thank people, you, Jerry. If, if, Sally, if people are loving what they're hearing right now, how can people connect with you? Where can they find you online? What's your URL? What are your socials and all of that great stuff? Uh, my first name and my last name are unique. Sally Gimmon. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. Um, my website is thetrustisyou.com, Y-O-U.com. Um, there's a free PDF to download uh, to, to explain this trust because people have never heard of it. They think it's, I've been told people it's a, fa a fairy tale. Um, I do a live every Monday night, 8 p.m. East Coast time Q&A because people have questions. But the best thing, uh, go out to the trustisyou.com, set up an appointment with me, have a Zoom. We'll, we'll discuss it. I'll send you information to give to your CPA. I'll give you information to give to your attorney uh, because people don't know this and they might be scared of it. But it's if the Rockefellers can have it and if the U.S. presidents can have it, why can't we have it? Well, that's a great way to end this interview. If the Rockefellers can have it, why can't we have it? Oh, my exactly. God. So, Sally, thank you for being here. Is there any one last thing you want to say to everyone? I want to just say 
one of my, when you download the slides, there's several books I suggest people read. My favorite book is The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. His entire book is do something. There's so much out there, do something. I, I have friends who've given up during COVID. They lost their jobs and they're scared about it. Just do something. I mean, I started real estate investing at 53. I started my own company at 55. You're never too old to start to do, to do something. So uh, just, I'm stealing it from Nike. Just do it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sally, thank you so much. Wow, what a great way to start off my day. You are a fireball. And oh, thank you. God I appreciate you. Jerry. Oh my God, you are awesome. So thank you everyone for tuning in again. Connect with Sally. You will not regret it. And so until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Brandon Evangelist, signing off. Take care. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply, and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Brand Ford Leadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what I love. Support, I love love. <laughs> so your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.